In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Now, although there is a lot in today's gospel that could certainly warrant probably several deep homilies, there is one sentence in the gospel reading from today, a very simple and a very profound sentence that I would like to focus my homily on today. And it's these words. And Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. These were the words, this very short sentence that she spoke to the archangel. And I have to say, what such a great example we are giving today by this short, simple sentence. And by the feast that we celebrate itself of how to live faithfully as a human being before God. Today, we are given the most holiest of examples as we celebrate this feast of the Annunciation. When the archangel Gabriel announced to the Virgin Mary that she was to become the Theotokos, which we all know means God-bearer, she freely accepted this extraordinary calling when she uttered this very simple sentence and these very simple words that I just reiterated from the gospel today. You see, when she offered herself to become the living temple of God, she played one of the most crucial roles in all of human history. By her obedient will, the Savior would deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to the lifelong bondage. As it said in our epistle reading today from Hebrews. In opening her life without reservation to Christ, she made it possible for Him to share in our flesh and in our blood. She made it possible for the Lord of all creation to take on our flesh. She, in taking from the Theotokos her, her genetic makeup to become fully human while at the same time remaining fully divine. You see, through her willingness to say yes to God without hesitation, Christ was able to participate in our humanity. So that through death, he might destroy him who has the power of, de of death. That is the devil. Also, from our epistle reading from today. Now, I have to say that by conventional standards, this young teenage girl, the Virgin Mary, the Theotokos, had no prominence or power at all during this time. I'm sure, almost positive, that no one in first century Palestine 
would have been inclined to look at her as having any kind of role in saving them from anything. But through her courage in accepting a calling that would impact every dimension of her life in ways that she may not have fully understood, the Virgin Mary became the Theotokos and paved the way for the breaking of the cycle of disobedience that went back to the rebellion of our first parents. They chose to break the commandments of God, to disobey God, and disregard becoming more like Him in holiness. On the other hand, the Theotokos chose instead to obey God and to say yes without reservation to the point of sharing her own flesh and blood with the Son of God, caring for Him as His mother throughout His earthly life, even as He hung on the cross. And she continues to be His mother. And by extension of that, our most holy mother. She is the new Eve through whom the second Adam became one of us for our salvation. So as we celebrate the Feast of the Annunciation today, which is almost two weeks or so before Palm Sunday, the connection, we can see the connection between the Lord's self-offering and her self-offering is especially clear to us today. The Theotokos was a young virgin, unmarried, of no real importance in her society during this time. Even her unwed pregnancy was scandalous and certainly not a path to conventional life of that time. But eventually, she would see her son and her God condemned as a blasphemer and a traitor, betrayed and then nailed to the cross. You see, her purity and blessedness was surely hidden from the world at that time and known only to those who had eyes to see her son as the savior of mankind. Not in spite of his passion, but because of his passion. Through the Theotokos' response to the message of the archangel, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, became one of us, uniting divinity and, human and humanity by His own person of who He was. By His grace, He calls and enables each one of us to find the healing of our souls by sharing in His person, in His blessed life, of saying yes to Him without any reservation. Now as our Lenten journey continues with all its struggles, because it is a struggle, because it's during this time that our enemy, the devil, who is a very fierce and real enemy, steps it up a couple of notches. But it's during these struggles that we have the opportunity to gain the spiritual strength to receive 
Him more fully as we grow into the person that He created us to be in His image. Striving back towards that likeness that was lost by our first parents. I pray that we all look to the most holy Theotokos. We hear a lot of, about heroes in our world today. We have comic books of heroes. But let us look to the Theotokos as our true hero. As our great example of what happens when a humble, obedient person says yes to God from the depths of their souls. There is no, no other way, my friends, than becoming more like her. Can we open ourselves to the victory over the fear of death that her son accomplished through his cross and his glorious third day resurrection. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.